Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash usingyourpower. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, welcome to Using Your Power. My name is Maveen Cora. And I'm David Andrew Weeb. Hey, David, how's it going? Powered up, man. How are you? I'm doing very well. What's our topic today? Should you lease or finance a car? Okay, so what we've done is we've decided to take um, one uh, stance versus the other. So you've done the, what, the leasing today? That's right. I'm going to be talking about why you should lease. And I'm going to be talking about why you should finance. Great. Awesome, man. So why don't you kick it off? Sure thing. So the first reason why you might want to lease is because you'll get low monthly payments versus financing your car. I mean, most people are probably not going to buy their car outright anyway, and to reduce their monthly expenses might choose to go with the leasing option instead of the financing option, which obviously you're going to be paying way more long term because of interest as well. For sure. And, you know, I think uh, leasing is a better option, of course, in my <laughs> situation here. Uh, there's less restrictions when you uh, finance versus leasing as well, such as, you know, when you lease, you have to follow certain rules or criteria uh, when you have to return the car. So, you know, I think leasing in that end uh, may not be as beneficial as financing just because, you know, there's no restrictions. You own the car uh, once it's all paid off. Yeah, that is definite downside to leasing. There are a lot of restrictions that way, and I'll be getting into some of them as well. But I think just in terms of the financial side, you can also make either a small down payment or in some cases negotiate with the dealership to not have to make any down payment on your car in order to get a good deal on it. So that's another financial advantage of leasing. Right. You know, well, the other thing I was thinking about... um what is a real uh, advantage for financing here is, you know, after two to four years, typically, uh, you know, when you lease a car, you are returning it. Um, you know, when you return that car, you know, you've made all these payments towards renting the car. Uh, you know, you ha- you know, you have to go through the same sales process all over again, deal with the salesperson that you may or may or not liked when you purchased the vehicle. Uh, you know, you may not be able to find the vehicle again that you want to buy two to four years from now. And it's just kind of every two to four years, you got to keep going through that sales cycle when you finance. You know, you, you maybe purchase the vehicle, five, you know, let's say you uh, get it for five years and then you pay it off. And then, you know, most people typically keep a vehicle for between five and eight years anyways. Uh, so, you know, you're going to be able to not go through that same sales process over and over again. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong there. I think if you're leasing a car, then you, I mean, it's like renting. So right, renting has certain advantages, certainly when you're renting a home or renting apartment or condo, something like that versus buying a home or buying an apartment. And I think it's the same thing with with renting a car. It's just that the payments can be somewhat high for what you're actually renting. I think another reason why you might want to lease a car is because if you're driving less. So people that are driving more probably shouldn't lease a car. You know, if you're going to put on a ton of highway miles and you're looking to travel everywhere, don't do it. But if you're not putting on many miles in your car every single day or every week or every month, then I would say leasing is maybe a good option for you. Right. And, you know, the, the kilometers is a big thing, too. I right? you know when you're leasing, uh, typically you have to 
uh, tell the, the dealership, you know, how many kilometers you're driving. And if you're going to be going over those mm. kilometers, then you do typically have to pay over and above that, right? And sometimes it can be a little bit lower amount. So it can be a great uh, uh, option. But, you know, financing, of course, is maybe a little bit better option because even though uh, you may have the option of, uh, you can still sell the car, uh, you know, once it's paid off, or even if you still have money owed on the vehicle, you can always sell, sell the vehicle in the middle of the term. But the nice thing is, uh, you know, dealerships really don't want cars on their lot for inventory. So typically, if they're financing car, they may offer you a better discount knowing that they're not going to get the leased car back in three to four years or whatever. So that might be a better option. Hmm. I would also say if you are a fairly detail-oriented person and a careful person, then leasing is a good option. And that's because you can avoid more wear and tear. You're just going to end up paying more for wear and tear. So if you find that you're fairly cavalier on the road and you don't care that much, then leasing is not a good option. But if you are more so careful and defensive driver, then it might be great. Right. I think that option probably is good for uh, financing as well. Just be a careful driver for everybody <laughs> out there. Um, you know, the other good thing is when you're, you know, when you're leasing a vehicle, for example, you do have to return that vehicle to the dealership. And, you know, like I said earlier, there are certain restrictions that you have. So I know one of the restrictions is, you know, you can't have a cracked windshield or you have to replace that windshield. And, and there's some additional uh, wear and tear that can cost you a lot more money out of pocket when you're returning that vehicle. So things to be aware of, you know, when you finance a vehicle, it's your vehicle, you may be able to do some of those things through insurance. Uh, you may not care to maybe fix a dent in the door where if you're returning the lease vehicle, they want that potentially fixed. You know, when you own the vehicle, it's a little bit less money going out of pocket because it's your vehicle. And, you know, if there's a dent in the door, eventually we all learn to live with it. Mm. There are a couple of situations I would argue that are best for leasing. One is if you are a business. So if you're going to purchase a business car leasing, it is great because you can usually write off the depreciation and financing costs, and you can just take that off, right off deduct, deduct it off your taxes, which is one of the reasons why it'd be great for a business car. Another situation that I've that I found out just because I had a friend who is in sales with cars, and you are in sales <laughs> there, Mav, too. Uh, so I've had a few friends that have been doing car sales, but in his case, leasing a car makes sense because he could show off his latest latest car he could give friends a ride and then he could you know lure them over to his dealership just by driving around and making connections and saying hi to everybody and hanging out with his friends as opposed to just sitting at the dealer dealership twiddling his thumbs wondering when he was going to make a sale so in that situation leasing might be a good option Right. And, you know, I do think there is a good option for leasing because, you know, you're right, there are lower payments that are going out. So it's a great way to budget. Uh, on the flip side, you know, if you are financing and if you talk to your accountant and, you know, somewhat, sometimes depending on how much money your business is making, you might need a little bit higher payments going out so they can kind of, you know, cook the books a little bit <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Don't cook the books. Yeah, don't cook the books. <laughs> uh, but, you know, sometimes it is nice to show a little bit higher payment because you show a little bit more of an expense. Right. And that can be a benefit uh, on, on the financial uh, financing side as well, right? Uh, you know, one of the things too you have to consider, I think is, you know, even though you're right, you know, you might, let's say, pay $100 a month for leasing your car, right? And at the end of, uh, you know, 48 months, you've only paid $4,800 uh, compared to say, um, financing, let's say you're paying $200 a month. So of course, you've paid double that. Uh, but even when you sell the vehicle and when you're financing it, you're still able to recoup some of that money back. While when you're leasing it, that's all money out the door. Uh, and, and in both situations, you can actually still have tax advantages leasing or in financing. 
There is one other option I'll present, which if our listeners know me well, they'll probably know what I'm about to say, which is to buy the car outright. Now, buying a brand new car outright, that's very difficult. I am fully aware of that. Buying a car for two, 20 grand, 30 grand, 40 grand these days, you can spend even more on that depending on what you're going to buy, whether it's like a Beamer or something else along those lines. But I think it's a great option just because, you know, if, if unless you have some constraints with your car and you're not happy with it and, and, you know, it's not doing everything you need it to right now, generally speaking, you can just go and buy another used car for two, three grand, four grand, something that I've been doing for a few years. Has it worked out well? In most cases, yes. Has it worked out badly? In some cases, it absolutely has. I've bought lemons too. But for that price point, you know, what do you expect? And as long as it, you know, functions the way you need it too like in our part of the world we need to make sure it drives well during winter or else it's not usable year-round so that's something that you always want to look at but as long as it meets your general conditions that can be a great option for sure you know and i think uh, all the options that we talk about other than leasing um, if you're financing the vehicle to to, uh, over 60 months let's say for example or paying for the car outright you're going to be dealing with the depreciation of the vehicle where if you're leasing the vehicle you know the depreciation of that vehicle really does go back to the the dealership you don't have to uh, deal with that depreciation. Uh, the, you know, when the when the car is returned, the, the dealer will have to, you know, b- based on you know whatever the depreciation is, will have to then set the new price for the new buyer down the road, right? So those are one definitely an advantage for the leasing side. Uh, you don't have to deal with the depreciation because we all know when we drive that car off the lot, it depreciates uh, what twenty percent. Yeah, 23%. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you're going to lose money off the top right there. And if you're financing, you know, and I'm going to kind of give a flip side of that. If you're financing, it doesn't really make sense to make full payments on a vehicle that's worth 20% less than what you bought it for, right? So you're making, you know, let's say uh, with a $100 example, every $20 you're making is on a depreciated value of that vehicle. So really consider that as an option. I mean, that's generally why I would look at the financing as the worst option. I'm not telling you what to think or telling what anybody else what to think but the reason i would think is it's really the worst option is because of all the payments you're going to make even with leasing you're going to be making less payments than you would with financing so that's something to think about yeah for sure you know i've done i've seen both sides i've seen people buy i've seen people finance i've seen people uh return vehicles and i've seen how vehicles are 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 looked at once they've come back in and how they're uh, assessed and everything so i really have a good idea of you know what the dealerships do so you know if anybody has any questions I'd uh, be more than happy to kind of help out there. Yeah, it's all about how you make your decisions and the mentality and really what your goals are in life and in business and everything. That's going to factor into how you make those decisions. And most people just kind of make these on the fly, which is not advisable. Try to plan for them, try to think about them, try to save for them and make strategic decisions that make sense based on where you are and where you want to go. Because you can't always just think about like where you're going to be because you don't know. There's no guarantees, right? It's the same thing with, with income. Don't purchase based on projected income. Purchase based on the income that you have. That's right. And, you know, I think uh, the financing option and, uh, you know, is an interesting option because I think that's what we've been kind of taught to do. You know, go in, buy it. If you're going to buy a car, then finance it if you can't pay it for cash and, and you get to hold on to and keep it, right? And uh, we haven't really been ever taught the leasing option uh, in schools or by our parents because, you know, our parents were kind of taught the finance option as well. So it's kind of an interesting thing. I think if you're going to look into it, look into both sides really deeply, see what makes sense for you. I think that's what you would say too, David. Um, and then uh, choose the best option.
Yeah, my mom always said try to get a new car, especially in Canada. <laughs> and I've and I've not done that now for several years, so <laughs> for probably for five years or so. Right, but it's not easy to to get a brand brand new car off the lot for anybody, right? Not there's you know there's a lot of little restrictions. Like I know in one of our other episodes we've talked about, you're going to be making a commitment to uh, making monthly payments for the next let's say sixty to ninety six months because you are able to finance that car over a long period of time. And like you said, you know you never know uh, what life brings you, so although you might be committing to, let's say, a three dollars $400 monthly payment, you know, you may lose your job, you may get into an accident, you may not be able to ever work again, uh, you may be called to go overseas for some reason, you know, anything can happen. And, and you know, and but you're saying, yeah, I'm going to keep making those monthly payments. Uh, and you may not be able to. Exactly. Credit and income can totally factor into the end picture. That's right. So do you got uh, maybe some final thoughts? Final thoughts. Well, you got a few different options to consider. And again, I would just encourage you to think about what's the right one. What's the best one for you based on where you are right now. It can be hard to make that decision, but don't just make it based on, oh, the salesman is giving me a good rate today or the salesman's going to you know, give me a reduced payment today. You should be getting a deal on your car if you're negotiating. And I know, Mav, you're somebody that would totally negotiate that just based on what you know about the, the car sales industry. So if, if you're going to buy brand new, then please do negotiate that price down and get it to where it should be. Absolutely, right. And and, and there is always some room for negotiation. I think every dealership knows that and every person uh, buying should hopefully know that as well. Uh, one of the things I would say is, you know, um, take a look at the numbers. You know, I'm a numbers guy. So uh, sit down with the dealership and the salesman and say, hey, you know, break out what it's going to cost me to lease this vehicle over the next say, three to four years. And what is it going to cost me to say, pay out this vehicle in the next three to four years? And then make a judgment call on how much money you have to put down, how much payments you're going to be making. Uh, obviously, we know uh, you can kind of, you know, maybe make a somewhat of a judgment on what that value of that vehicle would be if you returned that vehicle and you were to get some of that money back. So you can kind of make some uh, quick judgments that way and then see if uh, leasing or financing is the better option at the end because although we consider leasing, renting the vehicle off the dealership, you know, it might actually still be a better option. Sounds great. Well, let us know your thoughts. Leave a comment wherever you are on our website or on YouTube. Get a download our free course 10 simple ways to unleash your personal power while you're on our website don't forget to subscribe on itunes absolutely all right we'll talk to you next time have a great day